You're listening to The Prime Podcast, the young adult culture of Abundant Living Faith Center with Cruz Ramirez and Mark McGaffin. All right, my people, prime people, you came back. That means you subscribed or one of your friends made you listen, and we're so glad to have you with us today. Hey, I'm yeah. sitting here in the studio. Let's go. The studio. We so, we so official. <laughs> yeah, this we this so back official. closet <laughs> with the Pastor Cruz Ramirez. Oh, my oh, gosh. <laughs> we are all the way here. Pastor Cruz, tell me all about what's good. Boy, we are a few weeks into January. And I hope you're crushing it. You're not just talking about it. You're being Being about about it. it. Let's go. Hey, listen, while we got your attention early on, just want you to know a couple of things. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to be having our very first ever Thrive by Prime. Thrive by Prime. And so Thrive is our church conference at Abundant Living. And so we've been given the incredible opportunity to just put our little spin on Thrive. And so we're going to have a friend of ours. uh, He's new to our church. Um, his name is Manny Arango. Ooh. He's a preaching machine, machine, man. Super, super great guy. Uh, we're going to have a guy named Chandler Moore yeah. from Maverick City Music. Yeah, do yourself a check favor. Check that out, right? Yeah, do yourself a favor. Go YouTube him. Find him on Spotify, on every platform where music yeah. is available. Refiner, I, oh, most beautiful. Most beautiful. That's oh, my jam, bro. My goodness. And so, listen, I hope you're making plans. Like, right now, you got to text your friends and him and just say, hey, we're going to Thrive by Prime. It's a Wednesday night at Abundant Living East Camp is going to be fire. Then Thursday night, we're going to be all together with our church family. Um, Carl Lentz is in the building. Friday night, back in the big auditorium with our whole church family, Chris Durso from Saints Church, New York City, is is in, is in the building. And then we're going to be doing an after party, Thrive by Prime Culture Night. Hashtag the after party. The after party. Um, at the Double Tree. Back at the Double Tree. Back at the Double Tree, man. 9 p.m. Oh um, it's for grown people only. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, 18 and up. Yes, sir. It's going to be yes, so sir. good. Hey, it's New York's really dope. representing, right? Oh, dude. Drive Life. Dude, Carl Lance York in New York strong. and Chris My Durso. Gosh. New York is in the building. Yeah, like we have a great week for Thrive, but kick it off on Sunday, we got circles. Yo. That is what I'm crazy excited about. Oh Shout out to our Circles team, all of our Circles leaders. Yeah. Man, hey, and I hope you've already gone online. You've already clicked the link in our Instagram bio. If you're not following us on Instagram, at This Prime Culture. And uh, you click the link that says Circles right next to it. Um, what that'll do is it gives you a directory of all of our Circles are, that are meeting around the city, what time, what place, who the people are. And if you heard the last podcast, you would hear that people... People, places, and things are super important for you to to belong to the right circles. So important. And so, um, listen, just take a moment and just go do all of that uh, before your day is done. And I promise you, it will absolutely change yeah. your life. Yeah, man. you'll be you'll be glad that you did. I mean, we talked about it in depth last time around. We talked about belong. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Big deal. Culture night was be about it. Now, last last week you you heard our, our podcast um, belong. That that to me was such a crucial talk. I've been hearing some great feedback yeah. on 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 the podcast, yeah. man. Because the truth is, we're all yearning to belong to someone, yeah. to something, to somewhere, yeah. people, places, and things, man. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So true. I was thinking about it. You know, as, as we were done, I was like, man, it's really impossible to live right with the wrong relationship. <laughs> 
Say that again yeah. for the people in the back. It's impossible. Bro. Oh my god! It's gosh. impossible. It's like, man, a lot of times in my life where I was just jacked up, and I was trying to figure out why. It's like, wow, it's impossible to live right with the wrong one. with the with the wrong relationship. So yeah. belonging to the right crew, yeah. the right circle, yeah, the right man. church, the right friend. It's just it's everything. And so if you missed the last podcast, like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, no, like, really. Uh, yeah, no, like, no, really. No, really. Like, or maybe we know why it's wrong with you now because you're not listening. <laughs> yeah, you got to catch up. But we will say, I'm glad you're listening to yeah, this. Yeah, welcome to part two, but yes. go catch up. And welcome to the rest of your life. Exactly. It's, this is going to bless you. I was man. talking with Pastor Cruz, and we probably had our most in depth and serious conversation we've had in a very, very long time. And I'm just going to say this right now, and I don't care. Like, I want everyone to hear this, and I want you to fight me. Name a better rapper, name a better lyricist than Ja Rule. Can't do it. You can't. Name one. Name one. Just one. Name one. Hey, so for the record, I do not agree no, you can't. with Mark at all. No, it's name one. What would I be without my baby? baby? I mean, like, come on, like, Ja. Name one. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh like, you, you might say Tupac, right. Okay. Like really? Ja, it's murder. Like, <laughs> what, what are you? What are you gonna do with Sean that? Sean Carter. Nah. Are you for nah. real? Anything he did with Ashanti brings me out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened what to Ashanti? <laughs> <laughs> Name, Name one. one. Oh my gosh, bro! I I don't agree with you. Well, you know the beauty of this and the tragedy at the same time of this whole last three minute rant. Is that you're you're entitled to believe what you want. I firmly believe anytime, not I don't, I don't want to say firmly, but I do believe to the point where I I physically respond, Mark, okay? Um, that just this the, the sake or the virtue of being in a relatively high altitude, that my life is absolutely endangered. So you're saying you're afraid of heights. One hundred percent. Wow. Wow. I have a thing. I, I I don't know that, but because I feel like afraid is so so extreme, man. Like I feel like it's a it's a contradiction of terms. You just don't want to say it. I just <laughs> I don't, don't want to say I'm afraid. I just but don't like I just don't like hikes, like man. Like low key, high key. Like, like I'm pretty afraid. Of I it. like I like keeping <laughs> <laughs> I like keeping my hands firmly on the ground, bro. I think we all can agree that belonging's huge. Believing is massive. Massive. So Pastor massive. Cruz, let's uh, dig in there, dude. Believe. Believing and belonging go hand in hand, right? Sure, yeah. Um, I think that that to a degree that you're always going to be driven by the influence of your belonging, right? Like they may not have their hands on the steering wheel, but they're like riding shotgun with you. Hey, come on, that's right? great. You know what I'm man. saying? That's great. Um, and uh, anyway, man. So I think that I think that for me, coming to terms with believing, or even just becoming aware that I had the capacity to believe things. Cause I, for, for me, a lot of times, like if you're, if we're, if we're going to be for real talking about things that like were whack believing, yeah. like for real, right? Like, I know it's funny, like, oh man, Cruz is afraid of heights. Yeah. I still get on roller coasters. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. still get, I'll I still, still lock my doors. I, <laughs> 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 Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, <clears throat> but, but like, it wasn't, I, it was like, for me, life change didn't happen until I became really aware that like, I have a choice in my believing dude. Like, like I have a choice. Like I can actually choose what I, what I fix my confident trust to. I, I, I can actually choose what I determine to be truth for me. 
Do you know? Like, like you cannot believe in God. It doesn't change God's truth. It just makes it not your truth. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and so for me, bro, like, like, um, life, life changed drastically for me for the better. When I came to terms and when I started taking ownership of my believing both positive and negative, both right and wrong, both life and death, both godly, ungodly, on and on and on. Right. Um, when I really came to terms and just grabbed hold of like, man, what do I really believe about this? Right. I grew up, I grew up in an environment, man, that did the best they could love my parents, man. They're incredible people for, for the, for the resource they resources they had. I believe with my whole heart, they did the best they could. They did the best they knew how. Um, but I grew up with this thing inside of me that was like really, really fatalistic. Right. Um, and, and if you don't know what the term fatalistic is, I don't want you to like, you know, run your car into the median trying to Google it. Right. Fatalistic simply means having a mindset where you believe everything is fixed and you can do nothing about it. We're always going to be this way. Things will always be like this. We're always going to be poor. You will always be stupid. No one is ever going to love you on and on and on and on. And typically a fatal, a fatalistic mindset is a negative one. Sure. Right. Um, and so I actually bought into I actually bought into patterns of believing. I didn't know it was believing back then. To me, it was just like, wow, my parents said this. This must be true. Even when I left home, right? I didn't realize that I was holding on to those things subconsciously and they were driving my way of living. They were driving um, how I saw the world, right? Because your believing creates your worldview, right? Um, Scripture says this, as a man believes, that's what he becomes right and so in a, in a couple of weeks we'll drop uh, becoming this is why we're going in this order you belong first your belonging influences your believing your believing then begins to frame your becoming right um and so anyway man like to me life changed when i recognized hold a minute hold on wait a minute i have a choice like you have the choice to believe that jaw rule is the best lyricist Do I have to be like there that? is like- i mean i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not sorry right no no but like for real right like you have a choice but your choice to believe something doesn't have to be my choice to believe something. Yeah. And just because I'm surrounded by different systems, patterns, habits, opinions of believing, I have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? I, th- I think that um, part of the issue is, is we have to be confident in our believing and not be intimidated by a, dif- a differing view. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And just because someone sees things, believes things differently, should not change the way that we embrace them, the way that we love them, the way that we care for them, the way that we pray for them. But I I really believe a lot of times that it does. Even in inside the church. Absolutely. Because I don't see it the same way as you. Then we have relationships, families, friendships that become fractured. We gotta acknowledge the power of believing. And I think one thing that we should probably talk about is how powerful is what we believe about God? Sure, like, sure, sure. Like let's let's crack that dude, open, dude. That dude, that's a huge question. Yeah, Mark. I don't even know like, if we can get through like, it today. Like, for real, that's yeah. that's a massive, massive conversation. Now I'm going to say it here. I'm, I'm not promising it to any of us, right? But I'm saying it would be a good idea to maybe get Pastor Charles Neiman oh my on gosh. a pop up or a podcast, yeah. and ask him that question. Yeah. Oh, it'd be huge. That's a great, great question. I don't know whether or not I have the life equity to answer that question. I just have the life experience. Sure. Right. Um, I think, I think a lot of times for me, um, in, in 
learning how important what I believe about God is um, has different facets. Um, what it's doing for me now today, what I what I believe about God, and and let me just say this, and, and I think we're going to take a moment to pastor you on a regular basis through our digital content, through our podcast, our, our YouTube videos and stuff, um, because this is where we continue the conversation. This is where we extend the experience. Um, and so I want you to know that your believing should be driven by your relationship with Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. by God's word. Yeah. Nothing is going to, nothing, arguably, nothing is going to drive define and determine your believing about God more than his word. Should. Right? Nothing should. Yeah. That should be preeminent. Yeah. Right? That should be number one. Yeah. Um, you're belonging to a house of faith, a yeah. local church, a community of believers. That should frame it yeah. uh, also. Um, and so for me, um, one of the things that I'm, 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 I'm learning in my believing with of how important my believing is when it comes to what I believe about God is a couple of things. And, and hopefully this makes sense to, to, to us that are listening to this. Um, number one, it keeps me, it keeps me really, really humble. Um, because I used to think that I knew what I needed to know about God. Right. Um, and that made me really, really arrogant and it's easy to crush people with an arrogant spirit. It's easy to crush people when you forget that you're not called to believe as well. Yeah. Um, it's easy to, to it's easy to become judgmental. Huge, it's yeah. easy to become um, antagonistic. Yeah. It's easy to become really, really self righteous yeah. when you when you are firmly convinced that you have the proprietary blend yeah. of truth. I don't know if this right. was true for you, but what what you're saying right now in my life where I really failed at everything you just said was the age of 18 to 24, 25. Mm. Why? Because I knew everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. Like real talk. Like, absolutely. It, like I, I thought absolutely. that I, I knew what I was doing with my life. Yeah, I dude. know what I'm going to be doing yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. I know what my family's going to look yeah. like. I've, I figured it out. I went to college. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I know what I'm doing yeah. now. And so came aggressive almost in my wow. believing that internally it's like, step off. I, I kind of got this. Get out. I appreciate the help, yeah, parents. I got this. Strong, I appreciate the help, that's pastor. Strong. I got this. That's strong. I don't know where you dude, were at, but that, no, no, for me, no, that's, no. that's where the Absolutely. big struggle was. Now that I have a little bit of a different perspective on life, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm realizing that the antithesis to the power of believing is the feeling of certainty, right? Um, it's 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 the literal opposite. You know, a lot of times you'll you'll hear you'll hear preachers and pastors say, you know, you you know, the opposite of of believing or the opposite of faith is is doubt or um, you know, and, and I, I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, just a layer that I want to add to that is that when you're certain of something, yeah. believing is not required. Yeah. You know, I'm convinced. I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to believe anymore. Um, wow. and I've, and I've learned that the moment I locked God into my feeling of certainty wow. was it when it became an idol and not a father was when wow. it became I now put God in a box and I became God yeah. because I determined what this truth looked That's like. So strong, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and as we're, as we're talking right now, man, I'm, 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 I'm feeling like I want to say it this way, that our, our believing of God is always progressive. It goes from faith to faith, yeah. from glory yeah. to glory. Sure. He's, he's, 
in the Old Testament, part of his name in, in Yahweh and Jehovah, the first three chapters of Genesis, I'm gonna give you a little bit of theology. Here we go, ready, right? So it gives you some depth. Um, the first three chapters of Genesis, his name is is Yahweh as the pluralistic God, right? Like like the the, the three, the, the triune God. But then from, from Genesis 3 all the way through the end of the Old Testament until he's revealed in Jesus, the person of Jesus Christ, he's Jehovah the Revealer, right? And so he's consistently revealing himself. And so he reveals himself in the Old Testament like, you know, uh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, our peace, Jehovah our Jireh, our provider. And so he's always revealing himself. And so I think that you should never feel either a sense of pride that you know it all or a sense of condemnation that you don't know enough because you're always held in tension and that tension of like, I know him, but I want to know more of him. That's believing yeah. that moment right there. That's believing. Right. Um, and so I, I love, I love that at this point, what I believe about God should free me to believe more about God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what no, I mean? That, like, that is, that's huge, man. Um, that's huge. And, and what, what, I, what I believe about God is so important because it determines what I believe about me. Wow. Right? So Paul says it this way. This is what I'm reminded of yeah. with, about Paul. So Paul says when he first starts out, um, when he when he first starts out, he's in his writings that he'll introduce himself to the churches he's writing letters to, right? Yeah. And he'll say, "Hey, this is I'm, this is Paul writing to you." And when he's when he's really young in his ministry and his relationship with Jesus, he's first starting out. Yeah. Um, he'll say, "I'm Paul, the chief of the apostles." Oh no, no, he'll say, "I'm Paul, the apostle chosen by God," <laughs> right? Because he had a chip on his shoulder, right? Because he's 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 trying to prove something. He's trying to yeah. use that sense of believing to prove something. I remember trying to prove stuff to people yeah. with what I knew, yeah. right? Um, and anyway, so he, he had this chip on his shoulder. He felt some kind of way because the other apostles walked with Jesus for, for two and a half years. And, and he, he didn't ever walk with Jesus. Acts chapter nine, he gets knocked off of a horse and it's, you know, he recognizes it's the spirit of Jesus. Um, and so he's introducing himself to prove something. You know, when I was younger, I would use what I believed and what I knew to prove something. Yeah. Right. Um, but then, you know, he grew a little bit and he starts not just saying, well, I'm chosen by God too. Um, he goes on some of his writings and he'll say, he'll introduce himself as, hey, this is Paul, the chief of the apostles, right? And so he's still smelling himself a little bit, feeling himself a little bit like, hey man, I've still got something to prove. But as his, as his believing of God grew and as his revelation of God grew, the revelation of himself grew also. And it wasn't just the God who chose him to use him, the God who anointed him to preach and write things that were just thousands of years later, we're still building our lives on them. We're build our, building our churches on them. Um, you know, it, it, it became this, this relationship of what he believed about God that revealed so much about himself yeah. and who God was. Yeah. And so towards the end of his life and the end of his ministry, Paul starts writing, hey, this is Paul, the chief of sinners right? Wow. Of all the sinners, wow. I'm the chief one. Not because he was down on himself, but because what he believed about God and what he knew about God revealed so much about God's love. Wow. And the greatness of God's love overwhelmed him and reminded him, man, I've been forgiven of so much. Yeah. I've been redeemed of so much. Yeah. I believe that even in being the chief, the number one sinner, yeah. right? that God is still enough to use, to call, to have relationship with, to bring me into belonging, 
what I believe about God is absolutely, absolutely important. And it it should drive me closer to him, right? It should make me more vulnerable to him. It should make me more open to him. And so I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. I think because, you know, you're believing about God, uh, it's really you getting introduced to more about his character. Like Uh, with each different perspective, you're learning more about who he is. But in turn, you know, what it's true that you can really only know who you are when you know who God is and you're believing, I really think shapes that because if you're believing about God is, is out of perspective, if it's not in focus, then you're believing about yourself will be out of perspective and out of focus. Dude, that's so, so strong. I think a lot of us, when it comes to, when it comes to identity and when it comes to how we see ourselves, I think most of us let pretty much just our, um, our horizontal identity drive us. Yeah. Right. And, and, horizontal identity, what you believe about yourself laterally. And, and so that's how you see you, yep. how, how you see yourself yep. in comparison to other people. Sure. Um, it'll drive us to self-rejection. Right. It'll drive us to self-loathing. Oh, I'm not yeah. good enough. I'll never be enough. Yeah. I don't have enough. Right. Um, the and words so, that were spoken over me, oh, man. the situations yeah. that happen to me, what culture Absolutely. says I can be, Absolutely. it shapes and forms everything. And it's all, but that's all horizontal right. believing, horizontal identity. And so what, what we're, what, when we belong to God, what we're brought into is a relationship and a revelation really i know that's a big big Uh, church word right but it's an an awareness and opening remember i was when when we first started talking i said my awareness of believing right and the choice that i have in my believing freed me because i yes there there are some things i believe about myself horizontally right but i also have a choice to believe vertically right? Who God says I am, what his word says I am, what the Holy Spirit speaks to me on a regular basis. And so, um, and and so to me, like, that's not just something that, 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 that I take lightly, man, horizontal living to me and horizontal believing, if if I'm not careful, Mark will drive me into competition. It will drive me into rivalry. It'll drive me into jealousy and envy. It'll drive me into comparison. Right. Right. But man, when I recognize that there is power in my believing who God is. And to me, so part of my classical, my classical education is like, I I tend to have, I tend to have an engineering mind. Right. And so that, that was back, 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 back in the day. And, but sometimes I'll think in algorithms, if then, then this, if then this, and then then this, right. So here's a basic algorithm for us today. Right. If, if I believe God is God. Yeah. Okay. Then I have to believe that what he says is the overarching truth, the supreme Absolutely. truth. Yeah. If I believe that, then I have to believe what he says in his word is true. Yep. If I believe that, then I have to believe what he says about me hey, there it is, is yeah. true. Yeah, it's good. Right? That's just a real quick four-step algorithm. Right. If God is who he said he is, then I am who yeah. he says he is. I, I think it's, a, it's important what you said about lateral, right? It's so important Everything. because if you don't have a vision of who God is in your life, a believing of who God is in your life, you'll always get caught in the peripheral. Yeah, bro. You get stuck there. If you don't have a vision of what's ahead of you, what's above you and going in that direction, Absolutely, you'll get caught yeah. in all the sideways. Yeah. Because you don't you don't you don't have that. You don't you you're not you're not keeping your eyes focused on who God is yeah. and who he says you are. And yeah. so, hey, what my mom said must be true. Bro. What bro, my teacher in kindergarten bro, said must be true. Bro, what happened to me when I was 13 that bro, I never asked for, bro, it must be who I am. This is what good. culture says, it must be 
who I am. And so if you don't have that vision of who God is, you're believing set on who God is, everything else will really be out of whack. Everything. 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 Your relationships, how you behave inside the relationship, how you react to love, how you receive love, how you give, everything will be out of place. It's skewed. Yep, because you don't have the vision right. Yeah. And I I love that we've leaned into so, so strong in 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 this episode on just believing in God. Yeah. You know, because that drives everything. Every single everything, thing. man. Yep. And and for some of us that are listening, maybe just maybe the reason you're so exhausted in trying to believe and trying to transcend, for lack of a better term, right? Yeah. Let's just give it like that kind of like new, that kind of like you know hipster, Ooh. right? Kind of vibe, <laughs> right? Trying to transcend. I'm trying to level up. Yeah, yeah. Is that you're trying you're trying to level up on on your own. Just on your own, dude. Yeah. Right? And like you can't, you don't have it in yeah. you, man. And so it's 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 crazy to me, at least for me in my life, man, when I would find myself broken, when I would find some myself broke, when I would find myself annoyed, frustrated, depressed, all yeah. of it, is that I'm trying to transcend with my own truth. Yeah. Right. And it's it to me it's a scary place to live. Shout out Bishop T D Jakes, who said this, man, it's a scary place to live when the only book on truth you ever quote is the one that you wrote. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, my goodness. And and so there's got to be a truth that's bigger than me. There's got to be a truth that's higher than me, man. And maybe just maybe the fact that you're, that the reason you're tired isn't that, that you were meant, that you were not meant to live. It just, you weren't meant to live like this. Like, dude, like you weren't created to be God. Yeah. You're not, you don't have it. You're incredible. Yeah. Like, hear me. Yeah. You're incredible. And your design is divine. Yeah. But you were created to receive life and breath. That's so good from God Himself. You said it earlier. As a man or woman thinks in their heart, so That's is she. Become. So is he. Yeah. And you can either think on how you believe about yourself, yeah. how your family believes about you, how your old girlfriend believes about you, yeah. how your boss believes about you, or you can change your believing, fix your attention on what God says, and yeah. you can become what he said about you. Absolutely. We always rise and fall to level our believing. 100%. That your believing is everything. Um, and I, I just want to say one more thing right before yeah. we end end this conversation yeah. together, man. What a good talk today, by the oh way. Oh my gosh. Right? Like, um, that I love what you said a few minutes ago that when we only live laterally, when we only live horizontally, we're confined we're confined to this, this the, the spaces of our peripherals, yeah. right? Um we're, de- we're, we're confined to the things that we can see. Yeah. The Apostle Paul says it early in the book of 1 Corinthians. He says, you know, the th- we don't look to the things that we can see because the things that we can see don't remain forever. But the things that we cannot see are revealed by the Spirit of God yeah. and they're eternal. Yeah. You know, they're eternal. That means that they're going to last longer than my body lasts, yeah. but they're, they're eternal, which means that they existed before I was ever born. Yeah. You know, and so there is, there is a reality that is waiting for me. This is good. That is triggered. And the catalyst is the choice for me to believe. And the moment I begin to believe God is the moment I put myself on track to catch up with what eternity has said about me from the, from the dawn of time. Does that make sense to you? Right. Um, and so I think today you can, you can have like right now, as you're listening, you can have a moment where Jesus, Jesus said it this way on earth as it is in heaven, yeah. right? It's been in heaven, your, your wholeness, your joy, your happiness, your completeness, your quiet, your rest, your strength, your recovery. It's been in heaven. Yeah. Heaven has willed it, yeah. right? But we have, we have to put ourselves in a place and by making a choice to say, God, today, 
You're my heavenly father. Yeah. I belong to you. That's crazy, right? How yeah. belonging goes first yeah. and then believing yeah. thy will be done on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. So and I good. think that you can, you right where you are, if you're listening in your car, if you're listening, wherever you're listening today, man, I think that you can have an on earth as it is in heaven moment by simply wow. saying, Lord, I don't know it all. Yeah. I'm not sure of it all, yeah. but I know and I feel and I sense it right now that I can't without you. Yeah. And you can take a moment to just pray and talk to God and say, God, I want your truth for my life. Yeah. And the book of John promises is this, that that's the truth that will set you free. Wow. That's the truth that will bring freedom to your life. Okay, Pastor Cruz, we're, we're closing things down. 60 seconds, things that we should believe about God. 100%. Number one, first and foremost, you must believe that he is. Without, without faith, it is impossible to please God and uh, that, that he is a rewarder of who, those who believe that he is yeah. and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, right? Yeah. So go look at Hebrews eleven six. I just yeah. murdered it. But you got to believe that he is, yeah. right? Now, as you start to believe that he is God, yeah. here's what I want you to believe that he is. He is good. Yeah. He yeah. is so good, right? He's not angry. No. He's good. Yeah. That's the book of Psalm 119, that God is good and he does good. Yeah. He is love. Okay, and I want, here we go, I got 30 seconds. I want you to do some homework today. I want you to go read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, yeah. verses 4 through 7, yeah, yeah. and you're going to see everything that God is yeah. for you in how he loves you. He yeah. is patient. He is kind. Yes. He will wait for you. Yes. He is not keeping a grudge. He's believing the best, not the worst. He's finding things to love, not things to hate. Yeah. That's who God wow. is. God is Love and he is for you. He's not against you. So He's, good. God is closer than you think. Yeah. I want you to believe that today. That's what God that God is, is closer wow. than you think. Wow. Yeah. Hey, let's just let's just leave it right there. God in your life in 2020, He's finding things. He's looking for things to love about you. <laughs> hey, you so got good. you got to come back next week for the episode number four of this yeah. series of talks. Talk about becoming Mark McGaffin, Cruz Ramirez here. We're so glad that you're with us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at This Prime Culture, yeah. and make plans to be at Thrive by Prime. Let's Manny go. Arango, yes, Chandler sir. Moore, Chris Durso on Friday. It's gonna go off. We Crazy. love you. We thank God for you. We'll see you back here next week. Be the culture. <laughs>